0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, October 27th, 2022. On am Broadway Radio's Matt Tiamanini.
1: And I'm Martin and culture writer Ashley Steves.
0: Ashley, it's official. Yeah. I've done it. You've I've it. done it. I have finalized my trip, uh, all the shows that I will be seeing in New York starting a week from tomorrow. Ooh. My God, I've so, done it. I, I said you did it. You did mm-hmm. it. Anyway, mm. um, so here's what I'm seeing. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. I'm starting my trip off with Only Gold at MCC on Friday. Then I'm mm-hmm. seeing Peerless at uh, 59th 59th on Saturday, followed by Parade at City Center on Saturday night. Sunday afternoon, I am seeing the final closing performance of Cost of Living on Broadway. Then I am going to what is supposed to also be the closing performance as of now at least of A Reason in the Sun at the Public Theater. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. On Monday night, I am seeing Into the Woods for my third time, second time on Broadway. Then mm-hmm. I'm going to to see 1776 on election day with, As you do, wise. Yes, with robbie rizell on uh, on tuesday the 8th then on wednesday for the matinee i'm going with you to see Maybe. top dog underdog on broadway yeah. and then that evening i'm going to see the piano lesson at the barrymore on yes. thursday night i am going uh, out to brooklyn to see bedlam's production of hedda gabbler and then on friday i'm ending my trip with a preview performance of and Juliet. Pretty Um, good. And also. Uh, You and I are also going to go to the press preview of the Broadway Museum on Tuesday Tuesday in the afternoon morning. Yeah, so very exciting.
1: Almost be awake, but I will be there.
0: I know eleven thirty. Do you need me to like call you at like nine to make sure you can?
1: Nine, please never call me at nine. in this realm.
0: It's one of those things where you have to hit snooze a ton of times just to make sure you get up two hours later. But
1: that's my uh, usual day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's every morning, my guy.
0: Anyway, um, I will be talking about all of those things in whatever feed you hear our shows in. But if you want to hear everything before you can get it anywhere else, head over to patreon.com slash broadreadradio, patreon. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news. And it started off with something that we knew is coming. Mm -hmm. We just didn't know when the announcement was going to happen. We've talked about this before, but yesterday it was made official that a new musical spin on the MGM movie New York, New York will be coming to Broadway later this season. It'll begin performances at the St. James Theater, Hello, Into the Woods, on Mm -hmm. March 24th with an official opening on April 26th. The show will use a handful of the songs that were featured in the movie musical that were written by john kander and fred ebb additional musical um lyrics i'm assuming maybe a little bit of music but it just says additional lyrics by Lynn manuel miranda oh, will yeah. accompany some new songs by john kander of course fred ebb passed away uh many years ago at this point the book will be written by tony nominee david thompson and it'll be co-written by sharon washington we don't really know what the distribution of responsibilities are given that david thompson is the writer Sharon Washington is the co-writer, a little strange, but yeah. nonetheless, um Susan Stroman will direct and choreograph. Yes, this is back a St. James. Yeah, well, and it's a a coming back together for a lot of these folks. Mm-hmm. Kander and Ebb obviously wrote Scottsboro Boys with David Thompson who wrote the book for that. Susan Stroman directed it. So a lot of these mm-hmm. folks have worked together in the past. Obviously bringing in Sharon Washington and Lynn manuel Miranda are new to this team, but nonetheless very um Very, you know, experienced and adept in their own rights. What's interesting about this, though, is as we talked about in the past, this isn't necessarily even going to be the same story as the movie New (laughs) York, New York. In
1: name only.
0: In name only, and in songs, in some of the songs. songs. Yeah. But the way that the show is described, it is said, quote, it is 1946. The war is over and a resurgent New York is beginning to rebuild. As steel beams swing overhead, a collection of artists has dreams as big and diverse as the city itself. But do these singers, dancers, musicians and makers have what it takes to survive this place, let alone to succeed? If they can make it here. Oh, God, I don't know what the ne- the rest of the line is. I, what could that possibly? Oh, they can make it anywhere i see what they did there oh yeah i see i see i see what they did there pretty good yeah so um so we'll see what this is like i i don't i I have no no idea idea. i have no idea what to think
1: of this (laughs) no idea what to do with this or what to think yet
0: yeah i have zero knowledge of any song in this other than the title song um we don't yet know who (laughs) you know, who's going to be in it. So like, I don't yeah. know what type of show this is going to be. If they would have a bunch of like, if they'd have come out and said, here's a bunch of people like Tony Yazbek is, uh or yeah. Yeah, Tony Yazbek is the lead. I was like, oh, okay. I, this is going to be a Stro. He's worked with Stro before. So like, this is going to be, um I think, um but this would be like, okay, a dance heavy show, but I don't, I don't have any idea what this is going to be. Okay. And given all of the different people it's who have so many – It's going to be
1: dance-heavy in some regards if
0: – Right, because Stroh's yeah, involved.
1: Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, but, not a clue yet.
0: Yeah. So very strange – Um I mean not strange. It's just it's no. just we normally hear I guess it's strange in the fact that we normally hear about new musicals through these long developmental processes, workshops, yes, exactly. out of town tryouts. That's the that's what's really strange it's about this weird. beyond the fact that it's like, Hey, here's a movie, you know, this has the same name, some of the songs, but nothing <laughs> yeah. else is the same. <laughs> yeah
1: here's this movie you know and uh as far as we know none of the plot will be the same maybe some of it will be the same i have to assume there has to be some links but yeah it's weird to be only four or five months out from a show's previews Mm -hmm. uh and not know anything not necessarily casting wise because that's not yeah that's usually weird um but I guess we'll see. I'm I'm excited by the prospect of it because the team is so great, obviously, yeah. that it could certainly go wrong, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm gonna enjoy at least a
0: good amount of it. Do you like this period of of shows and movies like this post-war? No, I don't okay. care
1: about post-war shows usually. Okay. Um but i I you know, I can't say that, you know, by and far away, hard to tell, hard to tell. <laughs> I know there are plenty of shows that have been centered around the world, a bandstand that I've despised, so like Bandstand. I hated it so much, but I didn't see it on Broadway. I only saw it at Paper Mill, so
0: I saw the capture. I saw the the uh, stream well, the, you go. I think it's good. Yeah. It wasn't great. I mean, I think some of the the Subtext and political things that are involved in there aren't great, but I think it, it worked. And I'm a sentimental. You know, anything yeah. that's sentimental, like when the dad and Dear Evan Hansen, even though I have issues with Dear Evan Hansen, like anytime yeah. the dad like starts breaking down, like and crying, and like finally letting his guard down, like I weep openly. Right. So sure. I'm a sucker for anything sentimental. And Bandstand is certainly sentimental. And
1: I mean, this is post-war. The idea of like new beginnings, new hope, yeah. kind of situation. So I mean, it's it's vague enough that they can do anything with it. Which is also probably a problem that they could have run into. Could be.
0: All right. That's not the only um Broadway and off-Broadway casting news that we got yesterday. We also learned that the great Tony Award winner, Matt Doyle, will be taking over yeah. the role of Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors off-Broadway. He will Naturally. be stepping... Uh, well, I, I didn't see. Did Robbie Rizal have a problem with this one? Like, I mean,
1: uh, Probably. <laughs>
0: Robbie has an issue with any hunky guy. With
1: hunky Seymours, yeah. Yes,
0: which I get, I get. Yeah. Um, That's mainly because I think Robbie's probably submitted himself for the show a dozen times or so. But um, But a
1: hunk. Robbie Rozelle is a hunk. Robbie Rozelle is a hunk, yes.
0: 100% a hunk. But um, he will be joining Lena Hall and Brad Oscar in the show as Audrey and Mushnick, respectively. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt will begin performances on November 15th. The show is currently playing the West Side Theater. And we've talked about this before. I'm just ecstatic that this show continues to bring in more Broadway heavy hitters to keep it going. Because, well, I didn't think that this – this production was necessarily necessary revelatory in any way, shape, or form. It's a really, really good perform a production yeah, of a absolutely. really, really good show, and I think we need that. We need those in small theaters, and we need those off Broadway. And even though these aren't like. $25 tickets compared to a Broadway no, show. They're very cheap and you're still getting a high quality theatrical experience. So I'm glad that people are going to have an opportunity to continue to see um, great folks in, in, in this production absolutely. moving forward.
1: Absolutely. I don't necessarily love this casting but I am absolutely of the mindset that as long as they want to run this show and keep putting mm-hmm. whomever in to keep it running, I am delighted by I hope that means that you know the longer they have it open, the more interesting casting decisions that they actually decide to do. But in the meanwhile, I obviously love matt Doyle, so
0: yeah and i if you remember i Pre-pandemic, when this show first opened, I had heard, and I think you and and maybe Grace had heard, that Matt and Bonnie Milligan, who have worked together off-Broadway before, were supposed to be the original replacements. And I don't know if that Mm -hmm. was ever true or if it was just a rumor, but we'd heard that. And obviously, Bonnie is busy right now doing Kimberly Akimbo on Broadway.
1: her Tony nomination and hopefully win. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Go Bucks! Um, (laughs) So, But it's nice to see Matt, who obviously... Had a breakout with company come mm-hmm. back to this, which is something that we've been hearing now for multiple years at this point. Yep. So, anyway, all right, moving off, or guys, sticking off Broadway, but moving further off Broadway down to actually, I think the last place that Matt Doyle did a show off Broadway, the Greenwich House Theater, which was once the Barrow Street uh-huh, Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the great Eddie Izzard will be returning to the New York stage for six weeks only, starting in December, to yes. play 21 characters in Charles Dickens' Great Expectations. It has been adapted by Mark Izzard and is being directed by Selena Cottle. This is not the first, actually, the second one-person adaptation of a Charles Dickens novel that will be playing in New York during this holiday <laughs> season, of yeah. course, with Jefferson Mays' um, A Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. But just set this my one-
1: tickets for that today so I hope yeah, i'm getting press tickets for this soon as well
0: yep yeah, so uh yeah Car- christmas carol will have to be on my list for december yeah. but this one begins performances on december 9th with a december 15th opening and is a strictly limited engagement through january 22nd eddie Izzard is a really kind of incredible performer both on stage and screen whether that's in mm-hmm. a- an acting or in stand-up she has done incredible work i think it wasn't was she supposed to do, um, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf on Broadway? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. was replaced. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember what that whole story was now. Cause that was pre pandemic, but, um, I think this will be because it's inc- Lori
1: inc- and that's right. Lori took Kath- over for Eddie or was Eddie's? I can't remember. We don't know. I, I, yeah.
0: I believe what the story was is that we didn't actually get casting announcements, like for what role. It was just Eddie and and lori and i and i think yeah. we is, we i think we actually discussed at the time that maybe they were doing it with eddie yeah, as martha yeah. and mm-hmm. Laurie as george which would have been probably incredibly interesting i but would have loved it yeah anyway all right i'm um, moving on in something that is much less surprising than eddie Izzard bringing charles dickens great expectations to new york yesterday the broadway production of chicago announced that they would be marking the return of two of their favorite performers back to the production. Uh, Charlotte Dambois and Ryan Silverman will be returning to the roles of Roxy Hart and Billy Flynn beginning on November 7th. They will be joining, as you and Grace discussed earlier this week, fashion icon and cabaret entertainer Isaac Mizrahi uh, as Amos Hart making his three-week Broadway limited engagement debut. Um, I mean, it's basically like, Oh, we we have a hole for Roxy and it, or yeah. Billy Flynn. <laughs>
1: Just cycle What's Charlotte it.
0: and or Ryan doing? Yeah, exactly. Come on Are back. Are they
1: busy? Are they doing another show right now? Yeah. No? So, all right, back on in.
0: That's great. Love love Charlotte and Absolutely. her husband. Her husband, Terrence Mann, is currently in Only uh, Gold that I'll yeah. be seeing uh, at MCC. So it all comes they back. Can, all circles can, back. Well, I was to say they could you know ride the train in together on show days. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. They certainly. Yeah don't have the money for Why well, didn't mean that? I mean they can, <laughs> or, or they it, can they can, a can take a car, car together. That's fine. Yeah. I just meant they go. could travel
0: yeah. together. It was more about commuting time with their partner than Absolutely. saving money. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway. In a car.
0: In a car or a yeah. subway or if they wanted to fly, I'm sure yeah. they could do that too.
1: Or a city bike. Yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, we discussed it multiple times, but earlier this week, the public theater's production of A Raisin in the Sun officially opened after a-, a delay brought on due to COVID. It is currently, oh. New news flash here. I'm I don't think this oh, has God. been officially announced, but I am on their website looking at details. They have added two weeks of performances. No longer will I be seeing, seeing the final performance on November 6th. They are now currently scheduled to run through November 20th. I imagine maybe even by the time this comes out in the regular feed, that a podcast or a, um, a press release with an extension has been announced. But uh, good for them. Uh, that's exciting. I kind of assumed that we would get an announcement about this after opening, especially since yeah. the reviews are pretty good. But in the role of Walter Lee Younger, Francois Batiste is getting great reviews, uh, and of course, Tanya Penkins is a legend as Lena. Um, Mandy Mazden plays Ruth Younger, Paige Gilbert is Benita, um, and uh, it is directed by the always incredible Robert O'Hara. I'm going to run through just a few reviews here real quick because we are running a little bit late, but let's start with Jesse Green who said of the show, quote, Leaving his recent Long Day's Journey Into Night aside, Robert O'Hara doesn't typically direct revivals. Nor, leaving Shakespeare aside, does the public theater typically produce them. Yet, on Tuesday, the public opened O'Hara's take on Lorraine Harsby's A Raisin in the Sun. Not merely a revival, but a further exploration of an earlier production of a 1959 classic. How, then, to make it new... Apparently, on the evidence of this staging, by furiously underlying its subtleties in downplaying its conventional strengths, a reversal of standard procedure that produces a sometimes stunning, sometimes stunted result. Um, He goes on saying, quote, O'Hara signals from the start and reiterates throughout that he will flip the focus, at the same time broadening and darkening it. His production begins not as written, with Ruth Younger making breakfast, but with Walter Lee carrying their sleeping son Travis from the dim recesses of the apartment to his bed on the living room sofa. It's a haunting image that suggests the way the father's hopes, and perhaps his failures, may be born into the future. A future O'Hara and the scenic designer Clint Ramos literalize in a devastating coup at the end moving forward in between no matter how judiciously Hansberry has distributed the play's attention among the main characters including the matriarch lena and her daughter benita o'hara concentrates his prodigious theatrical imagination on walter lee so an interesting i think if you're going to do a show um a century or a half a century plus after it was originally done and it is a yeah. classic, you have to kind of take a different spin on it. Absolutely. It sounds like Robert O'Hara has done that. Moving real quick to um, Robert Huffler from The Wrap who wrote, quote, Finally, someone gets a raisin in the sun absolutely right. Mm. That someone is Robert O'Hara who directs the awesome new revival of the Lorraine Hansberry classic, which opened Tuesday at the Public Theater. What makes this production perfect beyond being the best acted show in New York City at the moment is how it addresses a problem in the play That concerned even its original cast members. I won't go into what, um, O'Hara or what Hoffler thinks that O'Hara fixed in that original one. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'll let you see it and I will see it here in a couple Mm -hmm. weeks. But, um, but yeah, I I think that this is very exciting. I always kind of assume that anything like this that's done at the public or by O'Hara, that they're going to be a little sticky, a little, a little thorny for some people who might love, original versions of things yeah. and i think that's a good thing so if it's not Absolutely. It, uh, green didn't make it a critic's pick he obviously had some issues with it which if you're gonna annoy a critic i want it to be someone from the <laughs> new york times just out of like uh-huh. pure yeah. you know principle
1: but You'll not hear me argue
0: yeah but i think that's really interesting and i think uh it's really exciting to see them kind of reimagining this show while still being true to, you know, not completely flipping it on its head and setting it in 2075 or something.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what you want to not just being off-Broadway but especially at the public, so mm-hmm. good for that.
0: Absolutely. All right, let's wrap up the show with a few, couple feel-good recommendations. First, we have some highlights from Broadway HD's streaming capture of Space Dogs, a new musical by oh, Van Hughes and Nick Blameyer. It's so, so good. You have to watch it. And then a show that I mentioned I will be seeing when I'm in New York, the City Center Gala production of Jason Robert Brown's Parade had its mm-hmm. press rehearsal public um, presentation uh, on Tuesday. So we have some videos of... Uh, Michaela Diamond and Ben Platt, as well as the, um, the opening song, the Hill, uh, old red hills of home and some mm-hmm. other things as well. So check that out. It'll be, of course, be directed by Michael Arden and will begin performances on November 1st, running through November 6th. All right, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NoThisIsAshley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Thursday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.